again stepping on the beach. The only place to read your emails and tweets. I'm Jay He's here with the whole gang. We got Taz. We got Trey. We got Lee. We got JD. All five of us here in Atlanta. Big ups to everyone who's sending questions over the past week. Sorry that we can't get to them all, but we read them all. We truly, truly do. So keep them coming. Email nodunksattheathletic.com or tweet them in at nodunksinc or use that hashtag nodunks. Well, we got a nice dozen or so here today. Let's get into them. Sup, Dinkos? Oh, what's up? <laughs> I saw an idea recently of having a one-on-one King of the Court style event at All-Star Weekend. Just wanted to get your opinions on this. Do you think it would draw actual superstars wanting to prove they're the best player in the league? Hmm. I feel like it could be more competitive than the All-Star game itself and could make for a fun event. That's from Jack in Melbourne, Australia. Hey, Jack. How are you, buddy? Good on you, Jack. Hope you're staying safe. Um, We've heard this idea for many, many, many years. I know it always makes the rounds um, around this time, it's January, a- February. It's a nice theory. It's a great theory, and you start and they, everyone starts sharing the clips uh, from Team USA practices. Of oh yeah, the guys going at it one on one. It's awesome, you know, Harden and Paul George and Kevin Durant. Those little clips. It, it's a great idea in theory. I don't see why anyone would be against it. This would be cool. Hey, who's yeah, the best one on one? Who would be against it? The players. The players. <laughs> yes. they, they want to be on House of Highlights for good reasons and not bad. Reasons. Right. They don't want to be crossed up and falling splatting onto their face or anything like that Mm -hmm. because that's what inevitably would happen at some point someone like kevin durant would get crossed up and that would live on social media forever and he would hate that yeah yeah and look we could barely get these guys to be competitive in a damn game of horse you remember the horse competitions they were boring oh yeah uh so i can't i mean again in theory yes it would be wicked but uh, no they they're not they don't want to play in the game as it is. They don't want to do wars. I mean they they would sure as hell wouldn't want to get embarrassed. Yeah. By uh, you know. I, I think that's that's honestly the biggest reason they won't do it. I think they would actually like to be able to put on a show, but it's just like okay, nobody upload any embarrassing footage though. That's I, I, that's <laughs> okay. what I'm yeah. That's what, it, that's the, no, I, asked, I asked Steph Curry about it last year when he was in Atlanta. He was like, yeah, I I think it'd be good, but it'd be trying to get guys to to buy into it. Yeah. Yeah. It because, is the issue is the cameras really. Because like a USA practice where there is less cameras and the cameras only come up very, very sporadically, like that's not it's not being recorded the entire time. That's why you have those those fun little breakouts. I counter it. You would say just like this talk about the in season tournament, entice them by giving them some compensation, mm. some money. Is there enough money on the line? Is there enough money in the world to make them stop? <laughs> yeah. What a million dollars at the end of this tournament the winner gets a million not that's not enough to his or her charity yeah no one's coming well the other worry <laughs> is someone breaks an ankle while trying a literal uh, ankle breaker yeah mm. to defend somebody or get stepped on and then they're out for the uh, season i don't think that's any more of a risk though than just playing in the all-star game you know you're playing a normal type of game you know i think i don't think that would be the reason why they wouldn't do it i think it's more just for for embarrassment myself yeah and chilling Nobody wants to do anything yeah. on Saturday. They want to go out and party. That's a, yeah. a hundred. That's a billion percent right. They get on that plane on Thursday. They see it in the schedule as a, whoa, it's our convention. Like we're gonna hang out with each other and we're gonna chill out. That's a. It's a big part of it. They don't want to work too hard. And, and I think we need to make it clear: we are talking about the elite players. We're talking about 
Yeah, the Hardens and uh, that's the one guy the that Lucas I actually think would have to say yes to Harden. a king of the court thing because that aside from a title, I think that dominating a king of the court is maybe the only way that Harden could get people to like him. Like if he goes out and lights up <laughs> yeah. every single other guy yeah. that tries the garden, maybe he gets a little bit of a benefit from that, but. Ain't no way he's doing anything Saturday. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say, yeah, too, like, the, if the stars are not going to do it, then, yeah, I'm sure there would be other NBA guys, uh, you know, lower down the totem pole on rosters, on the bench, that would be like, yeah, like, give me a sure, shot. I'll give a go. Ish Smith, what does he have to lose? He'd be like, yeah, all right, let's do it. <laughs> but uh, then we just fall into the uh, same trap that we do with the other events of, like, well, well, what's the point of this if we don't have the best of the best doing it, right? So... A, a good concept, Jack. And again, one we see every time around around this time. Um, but I don't think it's going to be happening. Jamal Crawford would have to be the Craig Hodges. He'd come back in for this <laughs> in just the NBA uniform. Because <laughs> yes. you know he would absolutely love yeah, to be no. in this. And maybe that's enough. Like, I, you know, if, if there is no LeBron and Harden stuff like that and Giannis, would we still be entertained by Alex Caruso going against uh, you know, Robert Probably. Covington? I don't know. I guess. I don't, why not give it a shot? I mean, we're not going to get the buy-in from the top players, but I, I think an Alex Caruso featuring one would still be fun, and they've done weird little things like this before. Yeah. Like, the Shooting Stars wasn't a, a real competition, but it was fun for a few years. Two-ball was a thing that happened. They'll try ideas for just having one other event that's out there. The Skills Challenge has lasted for such a long time, so I don't know. This is another way to show your skills. Maybe do it. Yeah, and Give I think how you would do it is, I don't know, let's say you get, what's too many? I, I was going to say, seven guys. All right, we get seven guys that want to do this king of the court one-on-one, -on -one, and I think you got to do winner stays, right, or some yeah, sort of like that. Absolutely, yeah. And if you get scored on, you know, obviously you're rotating out, but you get a certain amount of, basically you either have to hit a certain amount of points by scoring on guys or – you get so many uh, buckets against you, and then you're out of for good. You know what I mean? We sort of whittle it down that way mm -hmm. to see who's left standing. That would be, it would be fun. You know what, Jack? Yeah, let's try it. I don't think we're gonna get the stars, but let's see if we can get Alex Caruso. In this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our next one here. Hey, no dunkers. I know many faithful listeners were heartbroken being unable to make it out to Charlotte last year for your All Star Weekend show. Any chance you'll be putting on another live show this year in Chicago? Deep dish pizza on me if you do. That's from Dan in Chicago. I'm guessing, having sent this in before we announced the big news, that, uh, <laughs> yes, Dan, we will be doing a, a live podcast from Chicago over All-Star Weekend. Saturday, February 15th at Shuba's Tavern in Chicago. Go to theathletic.com slash live for tickets right now. They are on sale um, not a huge venue, so they're going to go quickly. I think we've already gone through a good oh, almost third of them. So uh, if you're catching this here on Wednesday, go get your tickets if you're in Chicago and come join us. It'll be a blast. Going to be a fun time in a cold city. Yeah, we got a heck of a stretch here with the cold climates, oh, yeah. don't we? With we're Chicago really, and we're really running Indiana, with Indiana, Cleveland, yeah. Salt Lake City will be cold too in February. Oh, my goodness. I forgot about that yeah. one too. We got four in a row. Yeah. You got a good winter jacket? Swaggy jacket? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine, yeah. You don't seem convinced. Well, it, it needs to, I need to repair the zipper on it. It's, oh, a, it's a zipper and a button. Need, yeah. The buttons work, but I mean, it worked in Atlanta winter. I don't know if it's yeah, going to work in, right, a, right. in a Utah winter or a yeah, Chicago winter. You better winter. get that fixed. Yeah. It's very, very nice, though. What brand? I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've had it for, I had it like, you know, when I got it, when I lived in Toronto, I bought it when I got, got to. Yeah. And it was great. I recently 
just bought, like, uh, for the first time in a long time since I lived in Toronto, a- another new winter jacket. Wow. I was like, because every time, you know, I would only go home really during the holidays up to Toronto. Yeah. It's obviously generally cold. Um, but I would just make it work with like a sort of a like I'm there for a week. Like a cares? stronger spring jacket, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then I got sick a couple times, and Nora started getting very upset with me. Like, this is ridiculous. Why don't you just buy a winter jacket? But I hate that. I can't stand having something that I'm only going to use, mm. you know, maybe once. Uh, you know, one week at 52. Yeah. But now we got these All Star weekends, so. Well, I donated my snow boots when we moved down here. Yeah. What, what about your snow shoes? What about your snow boots? <laughs> What? Well, What's no, the difference? No, no, no. We're just kidding. <laughs> I mean, you know what snow shoes are, though. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. snow boots. <laughs> well, no. They're, yeah. no, they're no, like no. tennis rackets on your feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you had right, boots. Right. Yeah, you had winter yeah, I, boots. Yeah, yeah, winter boots. Yeah, I had, yeah. you know, the, they were the big, thick, yeah. waterproof ones. And I got down to Atlanta, and I kept them for the first winter. I thought, you never know. You never know. You never know. know. It snowed that first winter, too. Yeah, that was uh, awful. We had that ice storm. Yeah, lucky you had your boots. Yeah, I did. But then I was like, you know what? These are still in great condition. Donated them. Nice. And they're big clunkers, oh, too. Yeah, they take yeah. up a lot of room oh, in a closet. Yeah. Yeah. They do, man. Uh, yeah. I had them in the attic. Yeah. <laughs> you had to put boots on to go get them up in the attic. <laughs> These are my attic boots. <laughs> All right, go to theathletic.com slash no dunks live for your tickets. Once, this what? is basically going to be what the live show is yeah. like in Chicago. Yeah. More Paul. More interesting conversation. This one or the one we talked about light bulbs for <laughs> 60 minutes? I had to go buy some light bulbs on the weekend. <laughs> I actually think the light bulbs one was pretty enlightening. <laughs> nice. um, because Boom. because people were um, tweeting in like, yeah, you're right, Lee. This is a damn racket, man. Like, why don't... Snowshoe racket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, funny, it's funny. I took a photo here. Oh wow! Uh, this is my favorite. Uh, of a light bulb. Yeah. The light bulb box. Yeah, here we go. It's an audio podcast. It's an audio podcast. Here are my photos. Last twenty-two years, twenty-five thousand hours. So, if I have to buy a light bulb for my house for the the kitchen light bulbs before twenty forty-two. <laughs> Then I've proven right that there is absolutely <laughs> a racket out Put there. Put it in your calendar. <laughs> yep. Set, yep. Set a reminder. That cost me like $34. I mean, that's nothing. That's right. nothing. Right. Less than a buck a year. <laughs> hmm. Not quite. You know what? Well, you know. <laughs> more now, than now that he's continuing to talk about light bulbs, I, I like the yeah. boots a lot more. Yeah. I donated some wool socks last week. It's warm down here. I don't need my wool socks. No. Uh, next one. Hey, no dunk crew. The Blazers have been crushed by the injury bug this year and clearly stink. Many speculate one of the expiring contracts will get flipped for a player who will help long term. Recently, it has been rumored CJ, CJ McCollum, getting trade to Philly for Al Horford or Tobias Harris. I think the better trade for both teams would be Ben Simmons for CJ. Philly gets the offensive player they need to space the floor and get fourth quarter buckets. And the Blazers get some balance in the backcourt with a guy who can guard the best wing on the other team. What do you think of CJ for Ben Simmons trade? What do you think about that? Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. That's from Zach in Portland. Wow. Zach Collins sending us in an email about his own team. Thank you very much, Zach. I'll tell you what. Ben Simmons next to Damian Lillard is pretty interesting. I think that puts uh, Ben Simmons in the Draymond role to Lillard, Steph Curry. I don't necessarily... I don't know. 
would Philadelphia or would Portland be interested in that? Because you're going to give Simmons the ball a little bit, and Lillard has obviously had the ball for the majority of his career as a trailblazer. He's the face of the franchise, and he's an incredible player. But you want to maximize what Ben Simmons does offensively. He's got to dribble a lot too. I mean, you can definitely have him as the short roll guy, but he's getting possessions and he's playing in the fast break. But I don't know. I think a Simmons-Lillard pairing has a higher ceiling than a Lillard-C.J. McCollum pairing. Yeah. I, look, uh, I remember Bill Simmons throwing this out uh, last summer. Like he was, he was throwing this idea around, this C.J. for Ben. And this was before a lot of the Sixers moves, I think. Um, but I don't think this is going to happen because C.J. – first off, C.J. can't even be dealt until January 30th. Okay. Obviously, time still before the deadline. And yeah, we've seen Tim McMahon from ESPN. He's saying – well, the Sixers are looking at the trade market for perimeter shooting threats with maybe some playmake ability. Yeah, that's McCollum. But contracts-wise, like what it would have to be, you know, Ben Simmons and Ben Simmons and Josh Richardson isn't even enough um, to match a CJ McCollum contract. So I don't know even know how you're going to make this happen unless it's a guy like Horford, um, which is what he talked about, Zach, you know, initially in that email. That works money-wise. That's a, obviously a huge shakeup. Maybe you're moving on from a Horford and Beat as the two bigs there. Because and, Ben Simmons' contract extension doesn't get mm. doesn't kick in until next year. Yes, yeah. When he you. does make a thank you. boatload. Um, so that's just not going to work right now. So maybe down the line, yeah. But uh, I, no, I, I just don't see this happening. I think what Trey said, yeah, a little intriguing from the Blazers' side of things. I'm not as convinced – uh, from Philly's side. I think Philly would love to do it. Really? Yeah, I would I would think that they, that frees up Joel Embiid a lot more. You just don't have a guy in Ben Simmons who needs to be in the paint to score. You have C.J. McCollum who can be more on the perimeter and just gives gives him more space. Yeah, okay, ben Simmons now, is just your, hard now, to work now around. Now who's your playmaker? Who's your defense? You know, I guess you're, you're in, in this theory you're keeping a guy like Josh Richardson to be one of your perimeter defenders. I mean, Ben Simmons is awesome on that end. McCollum is not. That certainly gives Portland yeah. uh, a defensive advantage there, for sure. Yeah. Simmons, because they're not a very good uh, wing defensive team, so that would help. But I, I still see it as a little bit of a clunky matchup there anyway. I don't really see Lillard sort of seeding control of the ball either. I think he'd be great in that sort of shooter's role. But McCollum handles the ball a decent amount. He yeah. creates a decent amount. Yeah. Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons, I, I think it would upset Ben Simmons, period, to get traded uh, because he – probably sees himself he just signed him a five-year extension as the number one guy there as the number one ball handler i guess yeah. you'd call it that would that would upset him but i think if i'm brett brown i see ben simmons and joel and b they're sort of similar players in that you yes simmons obviously brings it up but you kind of have to have shooters around him just like you have to have shooters around joel and b you have two of the guys on the same team it makes it simpler but yeah they would they, it would hurt them on the defensive end one guy is five years older than the other, too. I mean, that's a part of it. Mm-hmm. Ben Simmons yeah. is still only 23 years old. It feels like he's been around for a lot longer um, because of injuries mm-hmm. early in his career. But, you know, CJ is in, in his prime. This is going to be the best CJ, likely, at around 28. And I think Simmons still, yeah, I mean, look, is he going to be uh, Ray Allen from three? Probably not. <laughs> uh, but he's still going to get better, which is pretty impressive, being already an all-star and a contributor on both ends of the floor. So, yeah, I don't know. I like what you're thinking here, though. I like people when they send in these ideas. And maybe you're right, Skeets. Maybe the summertime is the time to do it. Perhaps both. uh, Maybe it plays out that the Trailblazers end up not making the playoffs. And then the Sixers go into the playoffs and they underperform again. And it looks like the fit is bad. And then suddenly, Ben Simmons' contract extension kicks in. And the trade makes a lot more sense and it's a lot easier to do. We shall see. Next question. 
Hey guys, long-time listener, first-time No Dunks emailer here. The first few times I heard the Tweet of the Night intro, it sounded pretty weird, not pretty cool, because Tass and Lee's voices were different than in the old Tweet of the Week intro. But now I'm used to it, and it sounds normal. Let's hear it. Do we have it? Let's just, why don't we just play it? Mmm, Tweet of the Night. Wow. Twitter. Okay, so there it is. What's something that was pretty weird at the start of this season and now seems totally normal? Possibilities? Coach's challenge? The Warriors being one of the worst teams in the league? Specific players on new teams? Dwight Howard's hair, etc. Thanks, I'll hit send and listen. That's from John from Jersey. John from Jersey. Mm, Jersey. I know John from Jersey. It ain't winter boots. It's the shoe man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, John Schumann of NBA.com from Metuchen, New Jersey. Uh, Mm. It's a good question, though. I like that. What's something that was pretty weird at the start and maybe has become a little more normal now? Chris Paul has played on a few teams. But being on the Oklahoma City Thunder on media day, it just looked a little bit Patrick Ewing on the Sonics. 100% Mm. agree. Tony Parker on the Hornets. But now, it's like... Man, give that man a statue. He's a thunder life. <laughs> I have. That's the first one I wrote down too. Chris Paul on OKC. It looked really weird, really weird there early on, and now I've become a little more comfortable with mm. it. Yeah, I think as Dwight Howard can be expanded just to the fact that Dwight is good. Like, I'm bought into Dwight Howard right now. The guy's wearing a headband, which he last wore a headband, I think, in L.A., and you're like, this guy's just trying to figure out his entire life. He can't even decide if he wants to wear a headband, and now I'm like... That headband looks cool, and Dwight is balling. So that's one. I'd also add Duncan Robinson and Davis Bertans being incredible shooters. Like, you would think eventually they would fall off just because, I mean, Bertans has a little bit of a track record as a shooter, but he's still not an established player. Duncan Robinson, this is his basically his first year yeah. in the league, and they are both top 12 three-point shooters right now for being huge tall guys. Pretty cool. The Warriors being bad was, was definitely off-putting to me for a long time, but I'm getting used to it. It gets to 10 or 10.30 at night, and it's the lone game, and it's a bad one. But kudos to the NBA. They're doing some mad flex scheduling. They're getting creative while doing it. This Friday, January 10th, this just happened yesterday, ESPN has doubleheader. They dropped Warriors Clippers to air Lakers Mavericks. But to do that, they also had to bump up the time of the first game, Knicks Pelicans, to 7.15. And then the Lakers Mavericks is on at 9.45. It's starting at 9.45. When in your NBA fandom have you seen a Game start at the 45 of the hour. <laughs> so they're getting in, creative. That's in Dallas, then, I'm guessing, is it? Yes. Right. Hmm. So they had to, the Pelicans, they moved it up 715. They, that Eastern, they can do that. And But Mavericks, they need to push it back. 945 was, was the latest they could, so they, they balanced it out. <sighs> Love it. I got a couple more. Markel Fultz as a competent player. That was, uh, I was like, wow, oh, yeah. You know, early on, you're like, okay, maybe just a little flash here or there, and he's continuing to play well. Now he's just a player. He seems to be just a player, right? Trade Ben Simmons for him. Uh, And this is funny timing, and I promise, Tass, I actually wrote this uh, in my notes before I then saw your tweet um, about you and Danny, your wife. Mm -hmm. The Brooklyn Nets, black and white court. Mm. Uh, It it was just very, very weird. It was was shocking. It still is in a weird way, but I like it now. I, I wasn't sure how I felt about it at the beginning. It was alarming because um, it was so unique. But now I'm, I've come around on it where, like, it just pops. It's yeah, so it cool. Awesome. Like, I love when, like, a Thunder were just playing there in their blues or, like, a Raptors if they've been in a red. Like, it just, boom. 
Um, so I've come around on that one. Now it's now I sort of like it. It looks crazy. I can't. I change my mind. I think every five minutes if I like it or yeah, not. Yeah, it's, it's different. It's different. You got to give them that. That it's unique. All right, next question here. Hello, no dinks crew. As we're past Christmas, it's officially regifting season. So, what are some nicknames for retired players that would work for current players? For example, not that these are good ones, but the Big Diesel or one of Shaq's nicknames could fit Joel Embiid, or Agent Zero could be a solid Jason Tatum gnome digger. Y'all will do much better than this, so have at it. I found y'all via my brother in early 2016 and have been a devoted follower since. That's from Stephen T. Thanks, Stephen. And thank your brother. (laughs) Other guy, T. I got a couple. I love this question. I loved Stacy Ogman's nickname, Plastic Mm, Man. Really good. It's such a great nickname. Brandon Ingram? Got the vibe to me. Yeah. Got the lengthy, lanky body. Yeah. Sort of as I'm in on it. Yeah. 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 Okay. A little bendy. Even if we just saw him trying to go around Rudy Gobert, right? Even that, just (laughs) contorting, a little plasticky around him. Yeah. Sean Marion's The Matrix. I'm going to go with Jonathan Isaac. (laughs) Yeah. But he's like similar to Sean Marion. It's a great nickname, I think, The Matrix. Yeah. To me, it's like The Matrix sequels. Nobody cares about him. This is an old movie. This is 20 years old. We don't need to bring it back. It's like naming something Jurassic Park again. Who would do that? (laughs) <laughs> Dominique Wilkins, the human highlight reel. Yes, please. Who do you have? Derek Jones Jr.? There's an article up on The Athletic right now uh, comparing the two, how they dunk in terms of the power, a lot of the power obviously getting up there. Derek Jones Jr. says he jumps a lot higher than uh Who gives Dominique. us a highlight every time he plays? Well, Luka Doncic, John Morant. John Morant. Yeah, yeah I like that better. Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, uh, I threw in Crash for John Morant. Same here. Yeah, yeah. But Jared for Wallace. Gerald Wallace. Yep. But it's... It doesn't do enough. It doesn't do John Morant justice. Crash. He needs to be a little bit more, you know? He's more than just a crash man. And I'm going to give um, – I know he's got enough nicknames, but Chauncey Billups with the Mr. Big Shot. Damian Lillard. That sure. guy's Mr. Big Shot. Yep. That guy's truly, truly uh, proven it over the last couple of uh, you know, playoff runs. Did your wallet just fall out of your, uh, <laughs> your, your sweatpants now too? Your keys no, fell out of your pants earlier. Are yeah, you sure? Yeah, they went in my Dax uh, well, like this morning show, your keys fell out of your sweatpant pocket, and I thought now your wallet just fell out. You sure it was on the yeah, table? Yeah, no, no, no. That, oh, were, okay. that was on the table. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Any other nicknames? I also wanted to recycle Big Shot, but I could only think of Mike Scott, so Big Shot Scott. So <laughs> Damian Lillard, much better. I'd also like to recycle Big Game. We had Big Game James. Yep. You can use it for somebody else. Gary Harris. Big Game Gary. <laughs> <laughs> couple others i don't have a person for this there's several great bench players but the microwave could be used for somebody yeah lou Vinnie williams Johnson. yeah lou williams was my first inclination yeah. as well but lou will is just a cool yeah, cool way to call lou, him yeah. yeah and then uh luka Doncic has a recycled nickname they're calling him luka legend and i think that's a fair one yeah even though lee calls him donk the dunk. Yeah. Yeah, and he also calls John Morant Jay, so <laughs> I mean <laughs> Jay, that could be his nickname. <laughs> sweet Jay Morant. Got a sweet, sweet Jay on it. <laughs> All right, next one. 
Hey, no dumpsters for my birthday. <laughs> That's a new one, isn't it? Uh, for my birthday, I hinted to my family that I might want 76ers tickets, and I was hoping to go to the Sixers-Celtics game on January 9th. But a good ticket for that game is about twice as much as their January 6th game was against OKC. This conundrum inspired a question for you guys. Assuming the Game Time app doesn't score you any fire last-minute deals, would you rather have nosebleed seats at an exciting game a rivalry, let's say, like the Sixers or Celtics, or good seats at a game like the Sixers Thunder that could be a fun watch, but maybe doesn't carry as much weight. Keep doing what you're doing. That's from Chris H. Would you rather sit in the nosebleeds for a a rivalry game, or would you rather sit a lot, lot closer for maybe one that isn't? It doesn't have to be a rivalry game. If it's a good game, it's a good game. I mean, that Sixers Thunder game could be just way more fun. And you'd rather be closer. Yeah. I agree. Six of Celtics. What if it's a blowout just because they're rivals? I mean, yeah. you know, so. Yeah, you want to get close to the action. You want to hear the players. That's what's cool about being close sometimes is when you hear the interactions. You hear the players talking to each other and the coaches calling out plays yeah. and stuff like that. That's awesome. And you just see how fast and physical it is up close. You absolutely do. When you're up in the nosebleeds. You know, it's fine. You get to see the game, but you certainly don't get to uh, see and experience just how just how tough it is out there. Wouldn't you like mm-hmm. to be in the building for a classic matchup between the Sixers and Celtics? The whole stadium is rocking. Yep. It's a one-point game. Yep. Those are the games I remember when the fans are into it. Mm. And I think the, the emailer is insinuating that, yeah, Sixers Thunder, you got some nice tickets, but the place isn't rocking. This is about the people. In the building. But the place is only rocking, tass- or Leah's saying, if it's a close game. Yeah. I mean, yeah. your worry is always oh, okay. a blowout. Yeah. 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 yeah, I'm sorry. We can't simulate the game. Uh, see what it is. <laughs> well, actually, we can yeah, simulate the uh, yeah. Sixers Thunder uh-huh. game because it already happened. <laughs> yeah, I, just, yeah. I, remember, I remember the building of rock. I guess, I guess sometimes if you happen to be at front cor- or courtside, like I, I know Trey was at courtside, Kyrie Irving had a game winner, right? Mm-hmm. It works out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we want it all, don't we? <laughs> uh, happy New Year, says this emailer. Is there a single player in the NBA that Giannis could not guard? Even if for only one possession. Can we genuinely say this about any other player in the league? And does this help Giannis's MVP case? That's from Stav and Fee, long-timers in Sydney. I mean, it definitely helps his MVP case being one of the best defense players in the league, mm-hmm. which he is. I mean, he is awesome. He, yeah, he's number one in defensive rating, number one in defensive win shares, third in defensive box plus minus, eighth in defensive rebound percentage. I think he's number one at, um, uh, you know, the opponent's field goal percentage at the rim uh, when he's around there with his long limb. So yeah, he's he's awesome. And I I don't you know in one possession like on a switch or whatever, I, I would Giannis would be on the short 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 list of guys list. I would want to put on. Anybody, be it a big guy or obviously like a crafty three-point shooter, mm. be it a Lillard or a Curry, like, yeah, I'll take my chances with that. That's the thing. When you see the guys like Steph and Chris Paul even recently and, and Kyrie, at their best, they can lose their defender yeah. no matter who it is. I mean, does that mean you can't defend them? Not really. It's more just... But to me, it's like, would you... Okay, Kyrie's out there cooking yeah. one possession to win the game. You want an unbelievable defender to go around. Do you want Gobert out there uh, trying to handle him? Or do you want Giannis out there trying to handle him? Yeah, Giannis in that right, case. Right, yeah. right, right. Kobe's doing some things on perimeter guys, though. No, I He's know. Again, guys. but I'm saying, like, I think Giannis is still the quicker perimeter type of dude, just 
by yeah. being the basically size the size of Gobert. Yeah. Gobert is awesome. I'm not. not I voted him both times for Defensive Player of the Year. Fake vote. You, but vote? you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I would want Giannis. I think that's fair. But one possession is it just Giannis? Is he the only guy that could do it? Draymond, I think, is there. LeBron, one possession. Yeah. No. Kawhi, one possession. Oh, Kawhi. Yeah. And a guy yeah. I think about that could score on Giannis, honestly, Boban. <laughs> He's stronger. There's not a lot of guys that are stronger than Giannis, but Boban's going to be stronger. He's got touch. Back him down. Boost it up. Hook him. Bo- Boban enters the conversation. <laughs> He, he's one. He's got to yeah, be one of the hardest guys to guard, yeah, right? right? Like, I mean, you definitely think, man, Kyrie Irving would be hard to guard. Steph Curry would be guard. Try guarding a seven foot three guy yeah, that sure. is five thousand pounds. <laughs> yeah. So then, so then, what is that? Then a vote for Gobert, I guess, in that situation. Like, he's gonna do a. Is he gonna do a better job? I don't know. He's I guess he's get bodied around just as much as a Giannis <laughs> would. Maybe like an Embiid or something. I don't know. Tough question. People have been. Uh, all over Gobert for not being able to guard on the perimeter, and that's why uh, the Utah Jazz, anytime Gobert handles a guy on the perimeter, hangs with him, blocks him, they're tweeting. Take note. Yeah, they're doing the SpongeBob. Oh, Gobert can't handle guys on the perimeter. And he's doing a great job. We saw it in in the World Cup when he blocked, I think it was Donovan Mitchell, uh, his teammate. He's blocking everybody. He's doing a good job. He's awesome. Yeah, it's it's Giannis, it's Gobert, it's – Quiet. Kawhi yeah. for sure. I can't wait to see Braun in the in the playoffs. I'm looking forward to that. Next one from Ricky A. Greetings, Dinkers. I am a primary school teacher in Australia, and most of the time, all of the games occur while I'm teaching my class. It is often several hours after the games have occurred before I even get the opportunity to watch highlights and listen to your podcast to keep up each afternoon with what things I might have missed. Many of the no dunks slash starters jokes and drops have become a massive part of my vocabulary. My vocabulary. <laughs> Many of the no dunks slash starters jokes and drops have become a massive part of my vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> vocabulary, much to the utter confusion of my friends who do not listen. I have even managed to use Trey Kirby's signature AO as a way to get the attention of the students in my class. I sing out AO when I want the students to listen, which they reply AO. And then go silent, <laughs> waiting for my instructions. It still gives me a good laugh every time. My question is, can you think of any other ways I can incorporate no dunks or the NBA in general into my classroom? Again, that's from Ricky A., Professor Ricky A. If he wants more NBA in his classroom, just tell the kids to work on their project and get League Pass up and he can watch all those games. He's saying he's too busy, so there that's you go. What, definitely what you would do. <laughs> no, I think uh, one thing you can always incorporate into anywhere in life is the Matumbo finger wag and the no, 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 when... Someone asks you something, you know, excuse me, teacher, can I do this? No, 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 no. <laughs> you know, everyone knows what it is. Everyone knows what it means. There you go. Okay. Good suggestion. What about getting a little hoop in the, uh, in the, in the room? Somebody, whatever, has a, uh, you have to win something to be able to shoot on the hoop. Maybe you get a straight A. Right. And then you get to, you get to shoot a hoop in front of everybody. Take then you miss and then it's it. terrible. <laughs> Something to that effect. Sure. Mini hoop. Mm-hmm. can never say no to a mini hoop. If you want to specifically incorporate no dunks into your classroom, back-to-back jacks, it's taken off. If a student gets two A's in a row, back-to-back jacks right on their paper. Yeah. How about every night, bring in a tweet of the night to talk about the issues. Good deal. A lot of issues out there. Even more tweets. And if you want to do, maybe you're a history teacher, you want to talk about, I don't know, the top five 
things that have happened in history. Play that top five theme. Throw it on on your computer. Boop, 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 boop. Top five, top five, top five. Here are your top five invasions. Right. Count them down. Right. There's a few ideas there for you, Ricky. Good luck. And I appreciate you yelling out AO with the cloud. I like that. I like to get that attention. They got to call a, it back. A good morning, sweet world, as the day starts. We've had other um, yeah. teachers yep. definitely write into us that say they use that in their classroom. Yeah. yeah. A little positive energy to start the day. Nothing wrong with that. Next one here. Earlier in the season, one hot take that a lot of writers and reporters had was that if Kawhi Leonard won another championship and finals MVP with his third different team, that, that it would be one of the greatest accomplishments in NBA history. However, no one seems to be making a big deal of LeBron possibly winning a championship and finals MVP with his third different team this year and how that would affect his legacy. Where's the love for Bron Bron? I believe it could be because LeBron always had a big three for the majority of his championships. But I would argue that Kawhi has played with overall better teams than LeBron ever had, and at times a better big three, especially with the Spurs. What are your thoughts, Ryan in Vancouver? First off, before we actually answer the question, Ryan has the goal. He has the goal to ask us, where's the love for (laughs) Bron Bron? but then spells his name incorrectly three times in this email, not capitalizing the B. That is one of my biggest NBA pet peeves. He's the most popular player for the last 15 years. Sounds like you're calling this guy worst of the week. People can't put the capitalized B on his name. Just drives me nuts. Sorry, I just Mm. had to say it, especially when you're asking where's the love for him. Mm. You, You can't even give him any in your email. Now, would you call that spelling it wrong? Yes, yeah, I mean, it's a capital yeah, B. It's, yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be a capital B. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> okay. I don't. I don't know how the other any other way to put it. Like it's the wrong it's not punctuation. Spelling. That's the right. Are capital letters spelling or not? That's a tough question. <laughs> anyway, grammar, you, grammatically. Yeah, incorrect. I'm with you. Is yeah. he? Does he have a point about the? Uh, you know, Kawhi gets all this uh, love for the possibility of maybe doing it. But mm. what about LeBron? What about Bron Bron with a capital BB? I think the difference is LeBron's legacy is, is confirmed no matter what. Kawhi's probably is. But uh, Kawhi's sort of taken a different path because LeBron chose to go to Miami. LeBron chose to go to Cleveland. And LeBron chose to go to Los Angeles. Whereas Kawhi... Didn't choose to go to Toronto, but it worked out. But then he took off straight away. You know what I mean? So even though Kawhi's done incredible things, it sort of feels like Kawhi's still got something else to, to, to prove in a way, whereas LeBron doesn't. It, it doesn't matter really what happens from here on out with LeBron. Uh, if he gets it, I mean, it'll still be incredible, of course. Yeah, so you're saying if we're, if LeBron were to win a title this year with the Lakers, that would be his third team. to have He would have done it on and led them on. But it would still be like the eighth or ninth note on his uh, right. Wikipedia page. <laughs> like it's right. uh, because, exactly. because he has so many other accomplishments. Yeah, yes. that's, that's maybe fair, yeah. I mean, it would still be obviously incredible yeah. if Kawhi yeah. does it as well. And, and you know, but it, it just feels like LeBron's further down the road of, of uh, things achieved at this point where we're now really like, can he some way still take over Michael as the, you know, arbitrary greatest of all right. time? right. Some maybe if he wins one or if he wins two, if he goes back to back with the Lakers, then wow. Oh, wow, what a conversation we're having then. <laughs> It'll be interesting the conversation <laughs> if Kawhi Leonard can do it and he's three and one in finals. If uh, if they do win this year, you know, three of four, he, he'd won in and LeBron is three and six in finals. And then the conversation is, hmm, 
Who's a better player? Kawhi or Bron Bron? I mean, it might be a little too be too soon to be having that, but yeah. people will be having that undoubtedly if they win the same amount of championships in this era. Yeah, and Ryan is probably right that this will be a major talking point regardless of if it's LeBron or Kawhi that wins the championship this year. I think that LeBron would start talking himself up as having won three championships for three different teams and winning finals MVP three different times for three different teams. I guarantee he would uh, big himself up in that regard. I think why it happened, though, uh, to get back to that, like why this conversation, why the narrative went to Kawhi Leonard possibly winning it with three teams is because he surprised everybody. It was a surprise to win that mm-hmm. championship, mm-hmm. right? I mean, this that that's why that happened. Yeah, but, he yeah. gets he gets traded there, and then suddenly the a Toronto team that has never even been to the finals, he completely leads them to him. Yeah, no, you're right about that. We'll see if it happens. And then, hey, look, let's not forget Durant. Hey, he comes back. He wins with the one with the Nets early on in his career. I guess he's sort of starting to run it. How old is Durant? I keep I think 31? he's way older than he is. He's yeah, 31. he's only 31. All right. Could that happen? He'd have to win uh, in Brooklyn, and then he'd have to go somewhere else. Uh, interesting. Him and Kyrie said they're going to retire together, so Kyrie yeah. would have to go somewhere else, which would mean he would have three titles in three different cities. Mm. My goodness. Crazy. Next one. Hey, guys, I'm a big Warriors fan, and I'm also a big pizza fan. Back in the heart of the Warriors-Cavaliers rivalry, I was devastated to learn that LeBron owns part of Blaze Pizza. Even though Blaze makes a tastier pizza, I switched to Pyology because it is partially owned by KD. So this Warriors fan saying, even though Blaze makes a better pizza, he's like, no, no, I'm Team KD. I'm going to Pyology, okay? Now that KD has left the Warriors, I have decided Costco pizza is my go-to choice. (laughs) My question... When has your sports loyalties affected your food choices? That's from Patrick O'Malley, who says, P.S. I'm with Trey. The Irishman is a great movie. Well, his name's Patrick O'Malley. Of course, he thinks the Irishman's a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> he was in oh, it. Patrick O'Malley. Oh, uh, wow. This is one of the weirder questions. Um, I didn't even know. I, I asked you when we got this email and we put it in. I was like, Costco pizza? Like, what? Like, he went from going to a pizza restaurant where you could get obviously a, a fresh pie or maybe a slice or whatever and then now he's just buying frozen pizzas from costco pizza but you guys corrected me and i guess you can you can buy hot and fresh pizza at costco they got everything there wow that's go get a pizza go get an 80 inch tv <laughs> is this new though i never knew about this like yeah, i know it's i always it's I, not new what so like it's ikea's like... had meatballs forever and <laughs> i don't think it has costco as far had... back as the meatballs okay well but, that's what I'm They've always had a snack bar, and they've always sort of had their their cheap hot dogs. It's like a dollar fifty. Oh, for so a that's pop their meatball. A hot dog. Yeah. yeah, I guess yeah. that's their that, hot dog. Uh, IKEA has you, hot dogs can you, too. Can you can you buy a hot dog without a, a soda? I don't think you can. I don't think you can. Either. You can just <laughs> refuse the soda. I guess. Yeah, I guess. But I, I've purchased a hot dog before, and I get a soda. Just give me the cup. It's a dollar fifty. I don't want that. Yeah, it's crazy. But you got to go for the Italian sausage there. Oh, the turkey sandwich is pretty good. <laughs> so there's a little like there's a little restaurant. It's, a little it's like six it's items. Bar. I think we've named them all. Oh, yeah, and they also have like frozen yogurt. No ice cream, frozen yogurt. Oh, yeah. Costco. They really do have it all, and it's fine. That's but this yeah. guy, he doesn't know anything about pizza or movies. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Have you had Blaze? Have you had? I have biology? had Blaze. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. Costco pizza is fine. But, you know, I mean, this guy's living, you know, does he live in San Francisco? He I don't know. Or, we don't know. Big Oakland? Warriors fan. Good question. 
But what a neighborhood. You got a pyology, a blaze, and a Costco, like <laughs> within striking distance of his place, right? Because you you got to pick up. They don't. Yeah. None of those places deliver. Blaze, the blaze. Well, uh, I guess it's through uh, DoorDash. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the delivery. I'm bleeping that. <laughs> oh, we got to bleep Blaze. We got to bleep biology. We got to bleep Costco. Uh, and no, we love DoorDash. I'm kidding. Okay. But yeah, I mean, go find your go find your local Verasanos or some somewhere like mm. that. What are you now doing? Talking. Man? Hold on, we are losing. <laughs> we're, we're the yeah, no, yeah. No, no, we're not, the crazier part of this to me is that he liked Blaze Pizza. He enjoyed it, but was devastated to learn that LeBron <laughs> owned a part of a part no! of it, and, and thus and thus couldn't even eat that Blaze Pizza. He because he was such a Warriors fan. Mm. Crazy to think too, because that was the first thing I ever knew about Blaze Pizza. Didn't know it was a thing until I knew. Oh, LeBron owns a pizza place. Um, but yeah, why not just go back? You don't. Have, there's not a rivalry right now with LeBron James. You can yeah. go back to Blaze. Yeah, yeah, great, great point. I mean, I'd like to try Costco. I didn't even know they had pizza for crying out loud until you guys told me earlier today. So I got to give it a go. You can't pick the toppings though at Costco Pizza, right? <laughs> uh, great question. So, this, straight this Costco cheese. and IKEA—they've just basically copied each other. They've yeah, got the so. exact same like foodie area. <laughs> Dollar <laughs> uh, fifty, mm. yeah. I mean, it's cheap. They yeah. provide food. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's about, it's they're trying to keep you in that giant warehouse yeah. as long as uh, possible. Yeah. They gotta offer you yeah. some kind yeah. of gruel. <laughs> you hold on, hold on, hold on. A Costco pizza. <laughs> is it a full pizza? You can get a full pie. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So there yeah. is a place to eat there. I've seen families sitting eating. Okay. An entire pizza, and I've only seen one size. <laughs> Massive. Massive, yeah. Right? But you can well, buy, it's you, Costco. I mean, that's not a shock. Yeah. Everything's gigantic. <laughs> yeah. I think it's also served as slices. I think you can buy, think you can buy it by a size. Yeah. You're, right, okay. you're right. You're they right. They give you a soda? <laughs> you have to take it? You have to take three sodas if you buy a slice of pizza. It's really weird. A two liter of Coke you have to and drink. Then you can buy single bottles of water, which you should never buy plastic bottles of water, but you can buy bottles of water from a vending machine that only has water in it. It's like a hundred <laughs> bottles of water staring you in the face for a quarter each. What quarter? a What a yeah, deal. One quarter. My daughter really asks for it every time. And I say, absolutely not. Single use plastic? Yeah. No. And then, she, <laughs> and then she goes and cuts her hand as she puts money or her hand into the uh, change dispenser. That's really, that was really sad. Costco run. Well, don't, don't blame Costco. Blame Blame Costco? People. No, blame <laughs> people for buying it. They wouldn't put it out if people didn't buy it. How often do you go to Costco? Honestly, probably every two weeks. Holy! So that's yeah. where you generally Stocking do your grocery shop. Yeah, yeah. That's oh. where you get some. You get good stuff. There. Great salads. Great salads. Lee, you gotta get <laughs> yeah. it. Can I still go and buy a TV at Costco? Of Absolutely. Like everything. Can yeah. there. You get a TV no matter what you buy. <laughs> <laughs> if, uh, they actually have a small one. It fits into your soda cup. <laughs> uh, so uh, did anybody answer the question? I mean, when has your sports no. loyalties affected your food choices? Has it ever? I like uh, lemon-lime Gatorade because that's what Michael Jordan drank. Hmm. Is it the best one? I don't know, but... It's pretty if good I, If I'm picking a Gatorade, give me the one that MJ, okay. <laughs> MJ used. Mine, mine's a, a little off the track um, but when I first moved to Toronto in 2001 I wanted to get into hockey you know I was like I'm right I'm going to Toronto I want to get into the Leafs so every time the Leafs played me and my mate Benny went out and ate wings at a pub sure that season it was in April so it was near the playoffs I thought I might only be doing this for five games 
Excuse me. Eating wings? Yeah, like like on specifically on those nights. Yeah. But they made the playoffs, swept the uh, Sens in the first round, and oh. then went seven games against the Devils in the uh, second round. It was great. I was eating wings all the time. So you were going out every game? <laughs> every game. We were eating wings Where'd and having you go, uh, you remember? Rickard's Red. Oh, just on the Danforth. <laughs> Rickard's <Yeah>. Red. <laughs> oh, my God. This guy won't have a Budweiser, but he'll have a Rickard's Red in your <laughs> first one. Man, I was, I was getting into it. I was Canadian, man. Yeah. Let's go, Leafs. Rickard's Red. It's a full-flavored lager. Ty Domi, Matt Sundin. We killed it. Actually, the, actually, they were up 3-2 against yeah. the Devils in the second round. That was when Scott... Uh, what's Scott that? Ty Domi, Ty Domi knocked someone out and he got suspended. They lost in seven. Mm. Scott Niedermeyer. Was or it Niedermeyer? Yeah, Stevens. I think that's right. Yeah, Scott Stevens was a tough guy for yep. the uh, oh, Devils. Yeah. yeah, He wasn't a nice man. <laughs> yeah, Marty Brodeur standing on his head. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're rich. Uh, <laughs> Sandin and Domi are the only two hockey players that I know their numbers. 29 and 28. Except for 99, Gretzky. Didn't Sundin wear 13? No, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> what am I thinking of? Oh, Felix Podvan. <laughs> 29. Ah, big cat. Uh, come on, be, be Alan Bester, JD. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> um, next one. Was that the last time you had wings, Lee? 2001? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've had a few since then, but it was a great little tradition we're getting into. It's great when you go to a new city and you're like, I, I want to get into it. Have fun. Bought a hockey. Uh, I didn't buy one of those big uh, sweaters. Though. They're too big. Too <laughs> big. <laughs> They're like Costco pizzas. <laughs> they are. Like they are. Because I, I, you're like, where well, I, I can't just wear this around. You know, it's yeah. just it's I, like a I jacket. Had, like I had sh- one like school yeah. semester where I got into hockey jerseys. That's, it's the it's, Snoop Dogg influence. Yeah, man. he was yeah, wearing them in yeah. the gin and juice video. That's you right. had to have one. That's right. Mine was a Mike Madonna. Stars. Wow, an American. Yeah. I know. Crazy. I wore it to Montreal, I remember, on a trip. Zubov. <laughs> <laughs> they are huge. You're right. I was drowning in that thing. <laughs> Did it have the little uh, lace it up at the top? I don't think so. Yeah, those are it was the real a, ones. It was a replica. Yeah. It was a replica. They're like 180 bucks. Those are very those expensive. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever play hockey? Have you ever skated? I've like skated, you skated, yeah. but yeah, yeah. have you played with a stick in your hand? <laughs> no, no. no? I, I wanted to get on the ice, and uh, I went. I watched <laughs> Benny play, but I was like, I can't, man. Benny. I can, you know. He's on a one. Benny's on a one name basis. I watched <laughs> Benny play. Yeah, it looked fun, but I was like, I'm not quite there yet. You know? Oh yeah, Benny played for the Winnipeg Jets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice one, nice one. I like that's that. That's a pretty good, yeah. That's a pretty good little yeah. joke right yeah. there. All right, let's get to the okay. next question. All right, fine. Hey, No Dunks crew slash gang. After listening to your Christmas special and hearing Lee yet again bring up the combination of Sting and Shaggy, my wife and I went down a little YouTube rabbit hole. Watching the two perform live, I was struck by how little they were collaborating on the old songs and simply just taking turns. It came to mind that we should use this as a way to describe two star players doing a my turn, your turn thing. <laughs> For example, Katie and Westbrook's offense used to be from the Sting and Shaggy playbook. <laughs> That's from Nico in Perth, Australia. That's funny because I was watching uh, over the Christmas break, I was watching some Disney special, some live thing going on in Florida. 
And Sting and Shaggy performed, and that's exactly how they performed. <laughs> yeah, that's they do totally a, a my turn, your turn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> Sting's got like a million hits, and Shaggy's got two. <laughs> Excuse me, Shaggy has four hits. Uh, four, yeah. I do. I love the. I love referring to that concept on the basketball floor as a as a Sting and Shaggy. They're oh, a real Sting and Shaggy pairing. Real Sting and Shaggy right now. <laughs> I love it. I hope that sticks. Um, but yeah, so you don't take offense to this at all. Yeah, I thought you might come all, come in all. here and be like, no. But they have perfect a, synergy. They have a new album too, right? Oh, I don't know. Do they? What? <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm gonna have to get it. Yeah. <laughs> get it. But even still, it's <laughs> gonna be the, the same store. thing. Yeah. It's exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They're no not one, gonna collaborate. No one's told Lee about Spotify yeah. or Apple. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go get that. I'm going go to Sam Goody that. after this. <laughs> Well, new is 2018, but still. Yeah, you've heard it or no? No, I haven't heard the uh, album. No, uh, no, because I well, mean, when I saw them, maybe they've gotten better. Maybe they've uh, started. Yeah. Well, when, when I saw them, it was really just playing Sting songs, and and then Shaggy threw in. Um, it wasn't me. Yeah, uh, Mr. Boombastic. Yeah, Angel. Angel, I think. Yeah. Yes, that's about it. Yeah, he didn't play "Love Me, Love Me." I would have loved that, but uh, that's it. And I was like, all right. Shaggy's just a hype man, really, for for Sting. Oh wow, that's really yeah. But he does a, such a great job of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sting must like having Shaggy around. Of course he does, yeah. Of course he does. <laughs> it's like me with you. Yeah. <laughs> We're like Morecambe and Wise. <laughs> Actually, not Morecambe and Wise because there's no straight man. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about basketball in all of this show. I'm just trying to remember. We talked about McCollum trade. Uh, all right, well, one more. Well, KD and Kyrie oh. is going to be exactly is going to be so? Sting and Shaggy. Who's oh, the Sting? Yeah. Who's the Shaggy? Ooh. I would. You're, I would. That's, I mean, that's me. That's insulting. <laughs> <laughs> you're calling one of those guys Shaggy, and I love, I, I love Shaggy. You're probably calling him Kyrie Shaggy, right? Yeah, Kyrie seems to be the yeah, Shaggy. That's not nice. But so the Sting is the more accomplished. <laughs> I don't know. In the Sting and Shaggy, I think so. Yeah. I mean, he's just talking more about the style, but yeah. If you gotta sign, a, yeah, it's 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 wrong. It's wrong to give Kyrie that title. But yes, our final one. <laughs> I do. That is a good answer, though. Katie and Kyrie, you're right. Sting and Shaggy. Hey guys, final one. I recently found out on a business trip to Vermont that they sell kombucha by the keg uh-huh. and on tap. It made me think about college keg parties, which made me wonder: Are there kombucha keg parties that Lee goes to? Is he the guy that demands the group to finish the keg of kombucha? Or is he the guy that gets everyone too far gone on ginger shots to finish it? (laughs) What a a final question. Perfect for this uh, episode of uh, Beach Step. And that's from Dave in Maine wants to know, Mm. kombucha by the cake. That well, sounds like a great Sting and Shaggy song. <laughs> <laughs> the name for the album, cake. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Kombucha well, by the keg. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh. Well, as it turns out, Dave, uh, sort of is the answer. Because uh, a, a neighbor of mine has these semi-regular get-togethers called Pints and Pipes. And what he does is he gets some friends together and he invites a speaker to come along and tell a story. Some of them have been just incredibly powerful stories okay anyway so you guys have actually met him he's a guy who came into our starter show one day and he brought a uh, case of beer oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah joel yeah. so um he owns the uh, monday night brewery oh excellent. Yeah. so he has a great uh, house and a great little setup there because he has the beer on tap oh that's cool and there was three taps right so i assumed it was all just beer so i just went up and poured one one time and it was kombucha <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> That's gonna be a job. <laughs> and it was kombucha. <laughs> and uh, and now and so I discovered it, and I'm like, and they said, oh, d- oh, I just should have told you that's uh, this kombucha, the sparkling water, and this beer. But I was like, you know what? <laughs> should have told you, yeah, no shit, Dave. <laughs> not Dave. What's his name? Oh, Come on, Dave. I think his name's Dave. Uh, Joel. Uh, oh, Joel. Sorry. Joel. And I thought, it's fine. That's all I drink now is the kombucha. It's that was the first time you had kombucha? No, no. Uh, I was like, time, what a life-changing experience. <laughs> first time on tap. No, I've never known anyone to have it on tap at home. Is it better in the bottle? Uh, ooh. It's very close. I, I... <laughs> JD is mocking you with the question, but he is enjoying that you're taking it seriously. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I, I certainly... You know what? I think it is better in the bottle. I think, yeah. But it's great on tap. You guys should come. They're, they're much, great. How Does much could you set? possibly have been yeah. putting back? Like more than you think. Like they're oh. two, you know, reasonable glasses of it. Because you drink it and you, you know, you start sipping it and sipping it, and depends how long the speaker goes for as well. So I can't imagine how furious I would be if somebody, if I went to a tap and was expecting beer and kombucha. Came well, JD, there's only one way to find out how furious you'd be. Come along. The next one's in uh, two weeks. Have they asked you yeah. to speak? No, 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 no. This one, this one. I'll, I'll get serious here for a sec. This one guy, he, he can, like, he's introduced himself. Said, "I'm, I'm a uh, meth and heroin addict." Okay. And then he went on this story about his life, about yeah. uh, spiraling out of control. He was like really smart, built his business up, became like a millionaire, lost it all to the drugs, got off the drugs, rehabilitated himself, built his business back up or a new business up. Lost it all again no for the way. drug. Yeah. Wow, oh wow, man. Wow. Yeah. His his story was just gripping. Are these gripping. are these friends of Joel's or is it like just? I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly uh, how he recruits them, but uh, someone you know always got a pretty interesting story to tell. Pints and pipes. Yes. What's the, What's pipes, the pipes part? Well, people are having a pipe or a cigar or. Oh. Yeah. Like a corn cob pipe. <laughs> <laughs> like like the old style old man old fashioned pipe, you know, like a Popeye. But uh, this guy does it all: pipes, kombucha. <laughs> he does. He well, does. Well, yeah, there was a bunch of pipes out there. Now Lee grabbed one, but bubbles came out. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> one's bubbles, one's weed, one's tobacco. You'll find out. Yeah. Lucky dip. <laughs> You're not, you're, you're not smoking. No, I'm not piping away. No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> the pipes are optional. Yeah, okay. That's so cool. is the kombucha. <laughs> Does it? So does he have a kombucha keg in his, it's his backyard? Yeah. Said, all uh, the time? You think? 100%? Yes, so. Yeah. Wow. Uh, it's Swap a huge it backyard, yeah. Very cool. <laughs> it's a huge thing. Wow. Well, a fascinating episode of Beach Stepping. <laughs> Kombucha <laughs> by the keg. <laughs> and it was kombucha. <laughs> I'm going to be thinking about that for the rest of the night. Kombucha? <laughs> Just saying it. <laughs> oh boy. Come get some. Guys, keep the questions <laughs> and comments coming. Email us nodunks at theathletic.com. Tweet at us at nodunksinc or use the hashtag nodunks. NBA questions, random questions, whatever you got. As you can tell, uh, we will address them. So thanks to everybody that sent them in already and keep them coming. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And remember, hey, bro, you brew your own kombucha? (laughs) (laughs) Embrace the day, people. You could stay, ooh, every day.
and it was kombucha.